welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast in the world. I'm your diehard romantic, Eric Flood. And I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm the pine-scented virgin, <laughs> I guess. Jesus. I still have not got it together. Well, that's fine, because it's the last episode of our yeah. holiday capsule. It'll be over before too long. <laughs> and we're ending. we're going out with a Christmas cracker of an episode. Heart to hearts, yeah. tis the season to be murdered. <laughs> and it tis. It tis. It, it truly really, tis. really tis. Well, shoot. Uh, Joe, do you want to <laughs> tell everybody what this was about? I guess I'll try, even though I'm really confused <laughs> about what oh this is God. about. My confusion is back. All right. Tis the season to be murdered. The hearts are shopping and Jennifer's drunk and they have a Christmas tree in their car and they're going and they're meeting up a guy with a guy at an abandoned drive-in movie theater and he has a toy and it's not Randy the racehorse. It's Pamela Palomino. Somebody <laughs> stole heart toy toy designs and then he gets bit by a snake in the box and dies. And so the hearts dress up and they go infiltrate their own toy company, which is full of very secure doors. And they try to figure out who's giving this other toy company their toy designs. And the scientist slowly keeps trying to kill them. He cuts their brakes or destroys it makes their car not work and then drives a little rc airplane at them and he does other things to try to kill them but it doesn't work and he gets pushed down a human size uh paper shredder the hearts dress up as santa and an elf and go in and uh do a stakeout and that's a woman and the owner of the company of heart toys i think i can't remember uh and the little robot saves their <laughs> lives and that's the end of the episode good night and twas all a good night <laughs> As I go, was all a good night, and twas all a good night. Wow, uh, <laughs> Ellen, fix that. No, I can't. Tell us what really happened. I can only promise to make it worse. Ugh. Um, and so shall I now. <laughs> Our English tonight. Is Listen, really my children, and you shall hear. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> tis the season. To be murdered. All right. So it's Christmas time in Beverly Hills, and the hearts are driving past Gucci with the world's <laughs> biggest Christmas tree in the back of their Heart One vehicle. And Jonathan meets with um, Mr. Carlin from the Bob Newhart show, and they talk about how there is some kind of sub, like there's just someone stealing plans from Heart Toy, but they should actually be glad that no one's stealing the amazing font that they use for heart toy. Yeah. Um, so thank God that something is sacred. But anyways, <laughs> like there's a scientist that is giving this Mr. Walter Brent, who's like the Slugworth to the other guy to heart toys. He's Slugworth is to Wonka, right? And so there's a robot. It's kind of boring. He has mm. a box that says explosives, which is amazing. And then there's an incredible reference to North by Northwest with a toy plane. Gets kind of preposterous, but ultimately it's very Christmassy in a way that actually still holds its charm and it's a caper and the whole family gets in on the act. That's awesome. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Heck yeah. That was a good minute, Max. Christmas that magic was to you. Quite, I don't know why it did that. Quite good. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well. Oh, God. Let me see if I can fill in a gap or two. <laughs> Tis the season to be murdered. 
Uh, Jennifer drinks in the morning while they're shopping for a Christmas tree. They meet up with a dude who gets uh, bitten by a poisonous snake in a box uh, with a dee 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 And they talk to Stanley about it. And Stanley says, you know, there's a lot of espionage going on in the toy department. And then the hearts are like, well, we need to send someone who knows the ins and outs of it, but isn't going to be noticed. And they're obviously talking about Stanley, but nope, they're talking about themselves dressed up as idiots. <laughs> and so they go dressed as Mike Brady and Dolly Parton. And it's really kind of gross this time, but it's still delightful. Um, they find out nothing. They keep digging. There's a scientist named Eric Palmer who keeps trying to kill them with explosives. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, and it turns out to be like a pseudo mid-Atlantic British uh, dude and his super hot secretary who are, I don't know, trying to steal the plans for the shittiest robot. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah. The yeah. Um, yeah. So here's um, yeah. Love so, this episode, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. True. Five heart. It's and, a classic five harder overall. Yeah, and it's amazing that I love it because it, there's so many waka waka moments that, of course, make me want to come out of my skin, and it goes on forever. <laughs> but um, one thing that I really focused in on this time was how amazing and delightful it is that eric palmer sweaty uh <laughs> toy scientist <laughs> toy engineer ist owner of the box that's labeled explosives yes um From and Crosby, Sills, nash and palmer <laughs> right he yeah <laughs> his vibe is so anxious slash on cocaine that we never see like yes. there's just something um just under barely concealed underneath the surface of eric palmer that is wild and compelling under his nostrils but the thing that was really delightful to me this time is that why isn't he just killing them but i love that he is just making toys yes to use as a way to kill them and it just makes it seem like he is trapped in some sort of other world or dimension in which he can only communicate and function <laughs> through, through toy. Like toy yes. is his only language. Toy is his only way to communicate anything. And he's communicating fear and aggression and, and uh, rage, like, you know, like all of the things he's stressed and toy is the only way that is demonstrated when he meets the guy he's working with in the toy aisle of a store to be handed <laughs> a bunch of money in a monopoly box mm -hmm. which also mm -hmm. contains for some reason a spinner from the game of life it might have just been a box of the game of life <laughs> yeah confusing. which has money which with real money instead of monopoly money uh so yeah everything that whole guy's whole world is toys right <laughs> it's he speaks toy they meet in toy mecca and yeah. talk about toy and you know, I believe that corporate espionage can get to this place, and I believe that it exists in this place in some yes. some fashion. But there's a moment. So the guy that the guy that's stealing the plans is Walter Brent, 
And when we finally get to understand who Walter Brent is, it's clear that Jonathan already knows who Walter Brent is, even though we've been kind of led to believe that it's like, we don't know who's, it's a, <laughs> a secret manufacturer. We don't know. I'm getting very close. I'll be, I'll be close enough to smell their ass aftershave. It's like just his aftershave because <laughs> oh, yeah. it's Walter Brent. And the way Jonathan says his name over and over again, I'm trying the same thing because I thought it was so weird. Yeah. <laughs> but but it was effective in the sense that then when they, they showed Walter Brent again, who always looks also kind of like he's sucking his teeth in a cocaine way, mm -hmm. um, it made me feel much more invested in being menaced by Walter Brent and kind of feeling like Walter Brent is also I mean, he speaks toy and murder and bullying. Yeah. He speaks and he speaks it with the paper shredder. A confounding accent. <laughs> yeah. my, fa my favorite line of his being, I want the robot. The robot. Yeah. I robot. want the robot. And he, he wants it. Want. Yeah. The robot. Want. Want. The robot. I, which I, <laughs> Maybe he's just a Canadian from Pennsylvania. Two things I'm confused about. How is that a possibility? Right off the top. <laughs> well, you ex explain that accent to me. <laughs> uh, he emigrated to Canada after being yeah. born in Pennsylvania. He was born on the border. Border on bagels. Border. Uh, first of all, I don't know why you would need to steal plans for a plastic horse Robot. called Randy Racehorse to make Pamela Palomino. I feel I... like they could figure that out on their own. But... If what a that, horse looks like. Yeah. <laughs> the, the idea that that's, the, that's a best-selling toy in any universe also. Yeah. Like, I can't with this. Um, the wouldn't, was there any mention, maybe I missed it, but the thing I'm confused about the most is like the hearts, wouldn't you just go to the toy company that makes Pamela Palomino and be like, hey, this is our toy. What, where did you get these plans from? Wouldn't that Joe, be a more direct? I know. Wouldn't that be a way uh, more direct uh. way of <laughs> getting to the bottom of Randy why, Racehorse? Why are birds so mean, Ellen? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's because I have an answer to that. I oh. think it's because it that won't solve the problem. It's too late once they're already selling a copy of your product like yeah, it's in the market well, they're, they're already the making the profit part. right so but they want to just out cut it off it. at the knees yeah yeah it's not about stopping it once you see that they've copied you because you know there's i think it would imagine it would be exceedingly difficult to go through the processes to actually stop them from producing it like there's so many things that you have to prove so many different points and elements that you have to yeah. say it, so that it is your this property, is our right? horse plastic horse statue yeah. design yeah, yeah. Uh, no other horse looks like this it's also so you could they're just, just do trying to make it to, to just stop the right yeah, just but cut the wire like they could get a name from that from that other toy company like just who sold you this plan and maybe they would just offer that information up but maybe they're in cahoots with with the uh, What's his name that was said? So Walter, Walter Brent. Walter Brent. Or do you mean Sam Gerard, who we are totally led to believe is bad, but then he's good. He's great. Oh, um, I also Sambuca in his office. I found my Gmail has been telling me that I've been out of space for the past 13 years. And I found the spec script that I wrote for when we did a heart to heart read. Oh, we yes. did a little test where I actually rewrote <laughs> wrote one of my rewrites and we acted it out and we never released it, but it's a behind the scenes um, 
it's a special feature on this podcast. Still. Yeah. But <laughs> if you buy the Blu-ray, you can As you I was can reading it. through it, before we watched this episode again, I was reading through it and I was like, I thought I had made up certain things because I don't remember writing this. And I was like, is Har Toy really like the best play of words that I can think of to make up a toy company for the arts? And then is Do Re Mi really like, why did I say that? Why was that the Simon Says? Oh, yeah. Like, and then 40, the be company best is 40 sequences. That's like a fucking weird thing to say. And all of that shit is in this episode. It is. And I totally mm -hmm. forgot that it's just I part feel like of this. 40 sequences is pretty amazing. That's but I also appreciate the omnipresence of Simon and Simon-esque toys yes. throughout Heart to Heart. Yes. And and throughout the 80s in general. Yep. I love that to mask <laughs> it, they just put a plastic box over the Simon Says that they had mm -hmm. and wrote Do-Re-Mi on it. I think that's yeah. so great. My favorite thing involving Do-Re-Mi was when Eric Palmer is putting the explosive piece of beef jerky in <laughs> yeah. under, the right. yeah. under the green button. And the uh -huh. and like they spend so much time with him running this wire and he doesn't do anything mm -hmm. with it and then he yeah. just like looks up and quote unquote smiles yeah uh what yeah an he amazing breaks the moment. fourth wall <laughs> he spikes um, the lens very briefly yeah. Yeah. yeah it's in which wow he was like yeah. looking for the director did I do it right <laughs> is you really want me just to put this wire around the outer edge and that's gonna look realistic okay. That actor, though, there's something very compelling about him. I feel like he captivated me last time around, too, but it's maybe I'm hair. just making that up. But no, there's just something about that performance that is so much more than it needs to be. And it yeah. really communicates mm -hmm. like a really high level of of sweaty tension and also like a really great representation of someone that very well could be someone who works in the engineering field, just in terms of the focus and the socialization that's evident or lack thereof. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's kind of like it's there's more there than needed to be there. You're right. He's he's making choices that mm -hmm. that like small part players sometimes don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I appreciate it. Yeah. Like he I wrote like he wrote a whole backstory. <laughs> For his, for Eric Palmer, and I desperately want to read it. I'm just still so glad you got, <laughs> right. got really into, into backstories this. now. Someone the got next, pushed into that paper shredder because it would be really confusing if nobody got pushed into there. The shredder shoot, the, yeah, the, the shredder the, shoot. This this episode has two things that are like hot buttons for you, Joe. Yeah, that it's uh, someone's talking about an orphanage. Someone's yes. going to an orphanage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I can't remember the other thing. And in my rewrite, something really bad <laughs> happens to that orphanage. Yeah. Oh my God. What's the other thing? Orphanage and... And the shredder, the paper shredder. Isn't and the it? shredder. Yes. Yeah. Those are like things that really... <laughs> they stick with Dug me. into your brain. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Because, yeah. it's That's like so Acme, that pa that giant paper shredder out of nowhere. <laughs> it's just so... In an it otherwise pretty realistic... I mean, it is well, not OSHA. <laughs> The whole I'm office, quiet. I guess, with their like elevator doors that are apparently more secure than just regular locking doors. It's so weird. And then that he's I mean, there's a PVC pipe. More secure than regular locking doors. Is that true? Is that a reality? I would assume um, so. I hope so. I have no idea. When's the last time you kicked open an elevator? That's true. That's a good point. 
Um, <laughs> Why are you bringing that up, Ellen? <laughs> and last week I did. Uh, last week. Because uh, there were some orphans hiding in there. Yeah, I needed to rescue some orphans. They needed to get exploded. They were on their 40th sequence of Do Re Mi. You, you've invented a shredder that revs menacingly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's like kicked it into fifth gear. Um, there's like a PVC pipe coming down from the head of hard toy i don't oh the, and it, the music I, it looks like a periscope and he's just piping in oh, music like into the window so that love nobody it. can listen in on their so conversation good. that's i really did wow. love yeah. that like we i think the Me last too. time we we watched this we talked about how that's such a smart like that would be such yes. a cool mm-hmm. installation of like glass vibrating it's <laughs> mm. rad drink yeah. some sambuca yeah your weird secretary massages you inappropriately. Yeah. Yes. And and away we go. <laughs> when the hearts dress up as Santa Claus and the elf to be like the creepiest thing ever, which <laughs> no is people mannequins, all. like you know, yeah. people posing as mannequins in a dark uh, business of some kind. That's horrifying. But um, the fact that they like they make the cute like red wine joke about the steak out right and she's like it has the word steak in it so i picked red wine mm. it's like don't drink red wine when you're in costumes that you don't own yeah but <laughs> what would you if the two of you had to dress up and be on a steak out and i realize i'm asking a lot of suspension here but if you would do that what beverage would you oh, take i thought you're gonna ask what would we dress up like and i was like sasquatch and a snowman immediately <laughs> um I mean, I didn't even have to ask that, did yeah. I? Yeah. <laughs> I would take uh, coffee. I can't it's decide like if I it's want... It's like you're a cop. Yeah. And donuts. <laughs> you're a cop. Yeah. I feel like I would want something calming. Something warm. But that wouldn't... Yeah. I don't know. Might be a hot chocolate kind of situation. Mm. Oh. For a Christmas stakeout. Plus a little bit of sugar to keep me alert. Yeah. Mm. What would you take? I mean, I, you know, I just usually like stuff neat, but mm. I think like um, coffee, like a calm, I think I would, I would spike my coffee. Oh, yeah. Tis the season, et cetera. Yeah. So that you have the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah. You're still it's like just taking the, taking the edge off because Jesus Christ, how long are we going to sit in our own company? Yeah. <laughs> to try and figure this out can yeah. we talk about how max is a hero and has one of the best spy ish things yes when he unscrews the uh top of his broom or mop mm-hmm. and slide drops the robot plans into it after he breaks into the thankfully those plans were were rolled so tightly that they could fit into <laughs> the handle of a broom <laughs> Right. It only of, takes two tries. Yeah, There's a lot of very convenient yeah. <laughs> things in this episode. I did love that though. His... Those are the tightest rolled blueprints. I mean, they rolled <laughs> yeah. those up so tight that it was like a treasure map to put from... into a giant closet yeah. overnight. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so funny. Mm-hmm. That is a good little device, though. I wonder if there was whiskey in there and he drank it all before. I am. I, I missed so. uh, season two, Spiritual Max. I. Love oh, Spiritual yeah. Max, uh, Health Food Max, yeah. Meditation Max. What does he say? There's a quote. Oh. Torfu. Torfu says, time. 
<laughs> he says, it's my karma. I vibrate in sympathy with the universe. Yeah, which is such so a good. Great line. It's a perfect line. Yeah. It's beautiful. Well, I I have waited as long as I can stand to bring up Bob Hayward. Yeah, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> She's oh, great. Joyce. Bob Hayward yeah. is so awesome and not just because stanley and bob hayward go listen to new wave bands all over la but partly that yeah that's not not why she's amazing (laughs) but the way that she looks at the plants and she's like oh it's a toy robot yeah yeah it's adorable a vocal box (laughs) so great and she looks at it like she's looking at the matrix code and can just (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. uh does she come back in an episode or is this it? No, there's another. There's like a Fred or something. There's like oh. another. Uh, another. There's Keith. 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 Mm-hmm. Who they another think blonde is woman be in the, with a man in name. the yes. dog on its. Yep. Okay, episode. that's right. Okay. Is it the dog on its episode? It is the dog on its episode. Um, the can either one of you tell me what the second part of and this I'm not asking you as a test. It sounded like I was. I just seriously don't know. Um, the hearts when they dress up as platinum dolly parton and mike brady post perm yeah um they give a double barreled last name oh and they say it with emphasis and the name to me sounded like so they're like swan and they correct the people like swan but it's like swan i don't know I did what not is catch the second it. part of the I name? I don't remember. Oh, okay, on, now me, I feel less weird because I was see if I wrote it was in just my like, huh? I didn't catch their names at all because I was blinded by Jonathan's bright red bell-bottom pants that he was sashaying around in. He also and, looks so much like um, the assassin when she dresses as a news reporter. That's his like silhouette or something. Like it's lanky. the wig. Yeah, it's lanky. the tight, the kinky wig. The wig. It was like. Afro. He looked like Mike Brady dressing as Benny Hill. Like it was. It, <laughs> yeah. It's such, that's, a, that's quite the hot mix. It really <laughs> is. Like it's like it's it's an aggressively gay <laughs> <laughs> mistake. It's an aggressive gay mistake is what it is. She's definitely his beard. No one's going to believe I feel that like aggressive married. gay mistake describes the walk that he uses when he's in character as Everything about Vern, Vernon. Swan, whatever. Because he walks with his toes pointing outward as if he is a retired <laughs> ballet dancer. Yeah. Um, and that seems like maybe it's like a move that might be aggressive gay mistake. I feel like he was just feeling those the bell bottoms and he was like really into it. He, I, mean, I love the color of the bell bottoms and it's very festive. Mm-hmm, but I true. also really love a plaid jacket. But what I don't love is Waka Waka and it's so Waka Waka that I believe it like uh, created a humming sound um, <laughs> that because I was so tense and that's why I could never hear them say what the second part of their fake last name is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember when we first watched this episode, this was like flabbergasting to me that they would, it was like so <laughs> embarrassing that they would go to their own company dressed up no like other people. No one would recognize them. This is, the, this is the first time that it was brought up that <laughs> the employees know that it's the hearts. Yeah, it's so <laughs> and they just play along embarrassing with to it's me. It's so sad. Yeah. When you think of it that way, it's just a really like maudlin 
story about these people trying to stay relevant it's in the lives really of their employees. Weird of the hearts to do that. Yeah. Well, like imagine if that was just that's your work environment. Yeah. At Hartoy. I would avoid the hallway with the shredder in it at all times. I would never go near that shredder. I would oh be my so God. scared. It's the hole is gaping. It's like Yeah. It's like an then, elevator shaft. Edna Swan wound like makes the best joke about it ever well shoot well shoot yeah so i mean i i gotta give it give it to them it's it's called a shredder shoot and the danger sign is way too small in my opinion (laughs) i like the plate above it that tells you the shiny plate that tells you it's the shredder Shredder and also it's kind of fun just to see the weird assortment of stuff those two dudes are throwing into it at the beginning Yeah. yeah I was like, those are weird boxes. Like, he's really going to town with that computer paper. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm realizing yeah. something about the waka waka-ness of, of any heart to heart thing. Like, it's usually based around Jonathan. Like, there's usually a Jonathan joke that we find waka waka and annoying. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And every time Jennifer does it, Stephanie mm-hmm. Powers plays it off so well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of shocking because the well shoot. Like that could have mm-hmm. very easily been just a pathetic bad joke, a waka waka. It's like self awareness. And yeah, like you, <laughs> Stephanie Powers is able to portray this like cool all the time that makes everything she says that's funny. Well, Jonathan's definitely cool. more of a goofball. That's yeah. the I mean, energy it, of his character. He's the puppy. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in terms of this series overall, it does stand out with a different kind of energy when Jennifer isn't in the know, Mm -hmm. like the episodes when Jennifer is worried or thrown Mm -hmm. or concerned are the episodes that feel less Jennifer in many ways. Right. Because she is always kind she's like got her shit together at all times. Mm -hmm. She's so smart. She's so on it. And I feel like, Jonathan must use a lot of that energy to just be Jonathan Hart and like run all these industries and do all of that. And so I feel like part of his character that maybe is worth acknowledging, I mean, or this is how I see part of that is just that he likes to be more playful when he is at home with his family. Like he takes those moments and sometimes it's a little dorky Mm -hmm. as I would guess that it would be when you spend as much time as Jonathan clearly has to spend thinking about his business empire as much yeah. as he does. I yeah. feel like that's a valid observation about the character that the, the many, makes sense to me. The many uh, heart uh, sectors and yeah, there's just <laughs> another so like thousands of companies under the heart, under the right. Jonathan Hart company. Yeah, it's re- except it's... except for a private uh, private investigation agency. Which in this plane of existence really was necessary. Unfortunately. Yeah, they really that's what they should do. That's their that's definitely their calling. Bring yeah. it back. Bring back the show. So yeah. uh uh sorry, Joe Joe's <laughs> Ellen just fell over. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no, you just that made a big sound when you t- <laughs> Did whatever you did. No, sorry. <laughs> It'll be funny when you listen back. Uh, the I keep looking at Joe scrolling through his notes, and it, 
Joe's notes are all pictures, which is very smart. Yeah. Um, Eric Palmer's plan to kill the hearts by flying yeah. a remote controlled airplane that sh- <laughs> shoots real bullets. Shoots real bullets. And drops real bombs. Yeah, it drops real bombs. And can be diffused with a garage-o-matic. Can, can be exploded with a garage-o-matic. I, <laughs> I like the button that has the most beautiful label underneath it. Just yes. another example of fabulous font. Mm. And it just says, machine gun fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so great. And then It the... seems like you could just put fire. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's but machine gun of, fire. It's machine yeah. gun fire. The shots of the mach- of the machine guns firing this like little LEDs that are lighting up because I don't mm-hmm. know what the smallest bullet is on the planet, but I know you could probably fit like maybe two of those and still have that plane fly. Yeah. Yet it's like loaded with machine gun rounds and rounds of machine gun ammunition. Just so great. Well, but this is a person because we have to assume that Eric Palmer, I don't think it's a stretch to assume that Eric Palmer is the person that made the poison snake in the grass. Oh, 100%. That oh, yeah. kills Norman Culp at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like when somebody's fucking like that, yeah. I, I have to picture that he goes onto the top of that thing that seems like his work refrigerator, but clearly like holds a bunch <laughs> of random shit in it that he uses for his toy job. But he takes, he must take out like a, another metal like first aid kit looking thing that says poisons on it yes. yeah. and that's how he tips the snake in the grass with curare, curare which is a yeah. cute curare. moment when jonathan keeps correcting stanley's mispronunciation of curare mm-hmm. which i sort of love that scene but like i don't have a problem with like the toy plane like i know that it it pushed like the the <laughs> I don't have it a just, problem no, I, by I any means. With it was the garage door opener that you, that I think really got under your skin last time. Uh, 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 that maybe that might be so, but at this point, the garage door opener <laughs> exploding the toy plane yeah. is a highlight you might of the as episode. Well. What and this is again, I'm not there. There are no complaints. There are shots yeah yes it's <laughs> like so they good did shots of the fucking <laughs> toy pilot yeah i the, love the yes, shots of yes. the pilot and then the it's pilot so bails funny. out he does he bails out his yeah, little parachute the bombs get dropped he bails out <laughs> he ejects that's so plane. great it's so funny those shots of that like little... a red and white striped classic that's great parachute, like red baronish the little uh yeah mustached pilot guy as if he's the one trying to kill the hearts is so (laughs) so great amazing the amount of time that those shots go is yeah unbelievable like there's there are two frames too like there's one that's like yeah you could be this could be a shot of the guns it could be a shot of the guns but no, it's a it's shot a of the shot pilot. Of pilot. And then to it. prove yeah. that point, the next shot is a close is a further close up of just the pilot. Yeah. Yes. It's menacing, but it's also hilarious. It's and then hilarious. cutting to the yeah. to the hearts. Period. And everything has kind of like the north by northwest like yes. backdrop vibe. <laughs> yeah. And they're they're both kind of halfway crouched and huddled in the classic two people getting shot 
that or looking yeah. at something with horror thing, right? Where you're kind of halfway, like <laughs> Attack of the 50 Foot Woman crouched down. Yes. But yeah, the a million percent, the pilot bails out before the bombs. That's that is the funniest thing. That's ever. awesome. Ugh. It's like necessary. No, amazing. Yes. Hell yes. 100%. I love whoever put those shots into that episode. That's, <laughs> that's, that's right? the best style Eric of humor. Palmer's like, I, all I can do, uh, toy will stop you. I just, yeah. the, the toy, 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 <laughs> toy. I just imagine the editor and the DP like heartily laughing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. On that day, like they're just like cracking up. There's another toy that we love that is like seems to be self-aware and can like analyze what's around it it's like very advanced it's the little french dog that is the like creepy, interacting with creepy freeway. overly like sexualized it's way sexualized <laughs> its voice is very flirty and it says Wait, like hello handsome hello big boy Ugh. yeah it's yeah gross and it might be stephanie powers doing that voice i feel like it that's it sounds like her maybe her french accent and then right because they're like hey stephanie can you come in early today so we can just capture some sound of you doing the dog voice robot there's dog. just literally no one that can do the robot dog voice. yeah do you have a sec can you just do, do that you have a second uh the dog is after the do re mi explodes and the all the other <laughs> toys are on fire in the heart living room the dog is watching the fire <laughs> so good so good that's weird uh, that this... dog is is the Megan of that heart to heart episode. <laughs> yes, it's very right? Megan. Yeah, yeah. It's also, pre, it's pre Megan. <laughs> Megan. I think what really weirded me out too was that the hearts just like two adults got all those toys and then went home and started playing with them. It was just like that. I love. I, I love that. I I really adore that. That's like a very. I would do that. Yeah, like we would do that. Yeah. We would totally do that. Like we would it get was cute. Sequences. It was super cute. Um, the yeah, the Del Rey me. I just can't, sequences I can't. is a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. To remember, but I, of course, me being me, when they start playing Del Rey me, I of course am just like, okay, that sequence isn't the same as the last sequence. This is yeah, <laughs> like, like whatever. Maybe that's the, the innovation. Also, what's of the sequence? Me. What's the sequence that explodes it? And because they had time, full of time to walk away. So. I just kept thinking like, oh, as soon as someone hits a green. Well, they're they gonna die the and it's like right. that's that could happen immediately <laughs> maybe it's just when they when someone loses be really funny. when the time goes up on the losing thing it explodes right, that's when then the beef jerky ignites <laughs> yeah <laughs> jerky explodes when you snap into do you that think there's maybe a container next to the explosives one that hideously might have cured snack meat in it Possibly. oh my god because that would be a horrible error yeah don't mess those up <laughs> <laughs> Although you didn't need to, you needed to attach a wire to the Doremi to get that great <laughs> beef jerky to explode. So I don't know. Can I say something about Jack Riley? I know I like I shouted him out about his amazing turn on the Bob Newhart show. Oh yeah, is this of course, the guy that it's one of the best shows of all time. Carotted to death. He yes, he's carotted. Um, <laughs> but he and I might have brought this up last time, but. That won't stop me from doing it again. <laughs> Get ready. Um, he one of the things that he he did a lot of voice acting work, mm. and um, 
so I was looking at um, some of his projects, and so he was part of, of the a Garfield series mm. that happened in 2011. But I just would please indulge me. I'm just going to read the description of the series, <laughs> if I may. Please, this is our next podcast. <laughs> well, you know, I love to just read the Wikipedia entry for all the Smurfs episodes and Garfield's <laughs> and Halloween Garfield. special. Yes. But so that's why this strikes me as perfect. So the image that's on IMDb that is the screenshot representing Garfield is a very, even more pneumatic than usual Garfield, but he's running towards you, oh. which is something I have never seen before. And then the description of the overall series is, a lasagna-loving pussycat adventures and explores the differences between good and bad and right and wrong. Oh, <laughs> adventures and explores. This sounds heavy. Huh. It's like, that is some existential Garfield yeah. shit. I wonder if that's... Finally, somebody's cutting to the main of it. And then, Joe, it says that it's made in France. It's a oh. French production. <laughs> Cute. So la, it's la. very Sarch. Yeah, it's Just very Jean no, Paul Sartre's no, no exit. Garfield. I wonder if he's no running towards the, the towards the viewer because Sonic came out and they felt like they had to compete with Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, God. The Garfield how, da- how dare you? Garfield, com- <laughs> Garfield competes with no one. Yeah, Just so true. we can clarify that right off the bat. It's I don't want any world. misunderstanding. It's moving forward. Mm-hmm. That's not a thing. <laughs> he's the pinnacle. Right. Of art right. and science Great. and literature. All good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Garfield is sacred. True. Uh, yeah. Did you Moving watch on. the Halloween special this year? No. Is there a Christmas special? There oh, probably, there but probably I don't is. care about that. Mm. Doesn't have the same creepy vibe. Uh, well, maybe it has just as good a Wikipedia entry description, but I I doubt it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about, about Christmas. the new the downfall of Garfield coming up. But I just recently saw a clip of all the voices that have that Garfield has done, and they're all so great. They're all these like very morose, depressed, mm-hmm. really great mm-hmm. voices. I'm a particular fan of Lorenzo music. Yeah, until mm. until now. Now they're not anymore. But anyways. What else happened? Garfield's in this? not Garfield's not depressed anymore. No, it's do you know who's voicing him in the next movie? No. Chris uh, Pratt. Ugh. It's oh. Pratt. Ugh. How is that allowed? It doesn't I don't <laughs> know. Because he's allowed to do whatever he wants. He, he just gets every single role now. I don't know. He does? And how did but that happen also... for Mario too? I have no idea, but it's like what are they doing? I don't oh, know. Oh, I guess I'm not tracking him. Yeah, yeah, I just I I find it very very easy to avoid. Yeah, we could avoid that Garfield movie for sure. It's true, but it's so sad because I used to love him like he was such a treat, and yeah. now he's not. Speaking of he's treats, <laughs> oh, oh my god, it's a time yeah, for pick your puck. Pick your. It was as close as a segue is going to get with this episode. Shred. <laughs> Mine's the um, airplane pilot. <laughs> because he has a mustache <laughs> whatever human they modeled out that after <laughs> or it's this guy i can't remember his name oh yeah he's kind of cute the one that they pretended to be the bad guy yeah yeah oh 
That's such an Sam Gerard. Yeah, he's it's such an early role for him, and he I've has so much hair. So many things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's mine. Mostly the airplane pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen. Oh, it must just be the character of Bob Hayward. Mm. Uh, I'm taking the airplane pilot as well. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> this is kind of this is kind of a pokeless episode. It's not uh, Joe Swan or whatever. No, <laughs> Jonathan character. No. I can't. I can't with. Uh, I can't with Vernon. Uh, Vernon. And I know that uh, Stanley has has made the list before, but not in this episode. Yeah, not here. <laughs> Even though he is going to see New Wave bands with Bob, and that just sounds like a really fun night. Yeah, I know. I want that. Like I would that love to go to be, out. I want that episode. Yeah. My third because I picture is... it being like into the night meets yes. Valley Girl. Uh, yeah. Um. Jennifer's amazing black jumpsuit that she's wearing. I think when Bob so goes good. over. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It was like the popped lapel. Uh. Jonathan's so great looking green velvet outfit that he wears mm-hmm. at the beginning is perplexing for me. Oh, I didn't even clock that <laughs> when they're toy shopping. Can you elaborate? It's not when they're toy shopping. It's when they're home waiting for dinner. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it's homeware. <laughs> mm. And he's wearing his home ascot with it. Mm. Like a smoking jacket. It's a green velvet form-fitting zip-up. Yeah. What the fuck? And it has, like, panels that are sewn into the, like, where the zipper is. So it's very athletic. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I just hate it. <laughs> I, oh. hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah. I wonder if I like it because I really like Jonathan and Green. You have a thing for Jonathan and Green, yes. Mm. I do. I yeah. do not. I that out that particular jacket like gave me the icks for some reason. Huh, Joe? Did you document it? No, I didn't catch it's that not, one. It's not in my. Me- it's not in my memory bank, which is weird because yeah. usually, yep, all the green, all the green. I think I we were just so blinded by that snake in the box, and then <laughs> and that the amazing death snake scene the again. The the ah yes yeah. <laughs> a the truly silent, wonderful the silent performance. scream of pain. Snake in the grass so also has some pretty great typography. I like that. Yeah, snake in the grass, logo. and it's got kind of that beautiful, like just that hand painted metal toy look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nice. Good, good job. It's really nice. With the uh, little toys. The robot looks I, like shit, though. I did sort of get down with, and this will shock you, with Verna and Edna freaking out about the Pong game that uh, Jonathan's playing. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and maybe it's just because my Pong memories are strong about how like entrancing and amazing that game was. <laughs> just game. Yeah. Right? But um, they freak out about it. Like the way that he does it, like he moves the controller back and forth, which this time I thought was really hilarious. And she is just absolutely losing her shit about it. (laughs) Um, And it is so unnecessary and so funny because they keep cutting to the Pong screen Mm -hmm. and in 2023, like that just gives it a layer (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's incredible yeah. because i i know that in you know 1980 this would have been it would have been like ooh, ooh, 
Yeah. Ooh, like wow. real toys, like actual toys that are in our world. And wow, that's cool. And it's just funny the way he's playing it. But Pong is so cool. But now it's just like, oh, my God. Yeah. That pixel going What's across happening? the screen. <laughs> it's the physicality of his movement, like his yeah, his the... moving at the waist to yeah, like that is it's, very funny. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Uh, is that all she wrote? I mean, the, we love Snake in the Grass. We yes. love Jack Riley. These are classic elements that we've come back to again and again. This, I think, this is my favorite Hearts Dress Up. Mm. Although the the romance novel one, oh yeah, mm. Heart, mm. Hearts of Desire, is that what it yeah. is? Yeah, yeah, that's great too. I mean this this episode, yeah, is is one that we reference throughout. Yeah, the like core of our heart to heart podcast, and it yeah. just there is just something about it, which is weird because we also acknowledge that holiday episodes are challenging just in terms of yes quality and everything overall not just to heart to in heart to heart like sometimes it is really fun i think for heart to heart it's fun because of the family aspect you know the couple aspect the romance and all the things mm-hmm. like they take advantage of that setting of the holidays in a way that is successful but the black yeah tiredness. like a christmas episode just they're why they're just not good mm. i also try to think this time like what did I look forward to this Christmas episode when it was actually on, or do I have any memory of that? And I don't know that I do. Um, but I do like the level that the hearts do Christmas at the end of, by the end of the episode, like they kind of, they decorate the house and it's very of the moment. And Jennifer's wearing that bomb ass, uh, dress with like the taffeta and the big green, polka dots mm-hmm. like i'm here for it it's yeah it's definitely a step up from their atrocious thanksgiving episode <laughs> that's that we started the season with so that's for sure <laughs> and it's better than the moonlighting i mean christmas some might call, call it a tradition joe yeah okay? <laughs> yeah i think Just i like Stephen edwards i like this episode like the shot of the pilot and that little <laughs> rc plane because this episode and we've talked about wonderful. this before when the when they seem like they're just having a good time making the episodes and maybe it's mm-hmm. not true maybe it's just that's just the vibe that comes across with this episode and that's i think why i like this one so much and it feels so fun even though there are elements that we all don't like from this the waka waka <laughs> the incomprehensible storyline for me I, I mean maybe you guys could comprehend it i had our time i could i understood it the only thing that that was blocking my brain was like why why is Eric Palmer so murderous? Like there, there's like yeah. a, yeah. there's a murder vibe like, to him that is not acceptable. Why is he broke? Yeah. Do they say why he needs the money so badly? Like, they, why is he doing that? Because if they know. give me no. a drug addiction or a camp a gambling problem, right? Then I right. can excuse anything. But they, yeah, they have his family. Maybe maybe that hair and those Brent teeth says something about it. But I don't. It doesn't feel like he does. I don't know that we ever know what the motivation is besides money. Just straight it's just up money. money. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a shot of him after the hearts drive away after he sabotages their car of him clutching his toolbox and then like 
being in that little crevice of the building that's really creepy and it's weird. It's great. It's I another love it's it. it's yeah. like choices. Yeah. These are choices being made by the actor that are great. Yeah. Um yeah. and these are so the reason it's I troubling. like this yeah, I the reason I think this episode is so good is aside from him who I think is like top notch man of hench by the way. Mm-hmm. Um like maybe the maybe the best man of hench. Yeah. Ooh. Uh <laughs> controversial. It's a contender. Right. The, um okay. Uh, yeah, that's not <laughs> All right. That's I not know, a podcast. I didn't want to I didn't want to open opinion. up that can of worms. Uh but it is some of the waka waka-ness that I think in this episode works where it doesn't in others. There's it's sharp writing, like there's some sharp writing and it's performed well. So Max is hilarious the entire episode. Like yeah. every line he has is great. Mm-hmm. His meditation gags are great. Like him looking in the mirror. It was because it really took me a moment to be like, what is he doing? Oh, yeah. That and was weird. It was really great. Yeah. Again, Stephanie Powers delivers shitty jokes. <laughs> better than anybody can Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and there is something really delightful about rj having a good time doing his stupid indecipherable accent oh i thought you're gonna talk about the dumb fight at the end the don't you dare say Uh, dumb fight uh uh, that panther leap (laughs) that is done epic in the teeny tiny set yes heart toy boardroom it's like one yeah. of the most claustrophobic it sets really this is. side of the jingle grams unbelievable yeah and it then this size <laughs> it's like the, the apartment of this the psychic sister where it's just like oh my god this set is like yeah i feel like i'm just gonna hit my head on the coffee table i'm so up in it yeah the fight is Looks like it's gonna explode that room. It's I, yeah, it really does. Yeah, like I want the walls. I I feel like the walls are gonna all collapse. <laughs> yeah, like, just be on the set. <laughs> uh, the yeah, that table like popped up. I saw yes, it was, oh, yeah, really fake like, like cardboard whatever <laughs> table. Oh, it's For amazing. Me, that fight is the hit. I just Classic don't like Jonathan. It like it just nulls out fights in my head when someone in the corner of the room is holding a gun. That's just like I don't understand why people are having a tussle when someone has a gun that's mo- that's modern american you though like i know <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense we now know that when people have guns out they fire them if there's all the a time yeah if there's ever a fight anywhere in any movie or tv show where there's a gun that gets knocked out of someone's hand if there's a fight ensues after that i'm like what are you doing just go for that gun just get to the gun it should just be like a like rush towards the gun but yeah. it never is it's always like a, a fist fight and then when she shoots that gun and it just says bang with the little flag, which is obviously very Acme, that my reaction would definitely be like, holy shit, you were going to shoot him. Like, that's <laughs> fucking crazy, lady. You were going to shoot him for real. You thought that was a real gun. I would just instantly start like freaking out like at the ramifications of that. I just can't imagine that she held that gun and thought, this is a gun. Yeah, it's a gun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Heart toy feels like yeah. you know their toy. The toys are top notch. No it's like what, the real thing. They don't put dumb orange yeah. tips. I on mean, would it have been better if she just then uh, 
drove the gun into somebody's <laughs> abdomen and they bled out. I mean, like, what, with the flag. what do you do with that, you know? Yes, yes. The answer I've is yes. Se- I've never seen one of those in real life. Now I kind of want, like, the bang. Oh, the I want one. bang gun. Oh, I yeah. Because I realize I don't... Okay, you must still be able to get those. You can it do would a be Who's almost, Afraid of Virginia Woolf. It would be fucking awesome. Because it's just a plunger setup, right? Yeah. Like you plunge it back in and it's got the yeah. silky little flag on it. It would be awesome to have like a hutch and like above the mantle, like a gun collection. <laughs> that's like very real looking and very like it's a gu- like a fucking American asshole uh-huh. gun collection. And every one of them is just a flag that says bang like every single one of them yeah and the, except one of them is real it would no go, <laughs> go really well with a complimentary switchblade comb collection <laughs> yes oh i had so sh- many switchblade totally combs. just have like a candy cigarette and really just take it all in some of them could be lighters and then in who's afraid of virginia wolf that uh rifle is a <laughs> umbrella, umbrella yeah which is yeah. incredible i've been wanting to watch that I love that movie. What something something made me think of that because we were gonna do it for this podcast because it takes place oh, in one night. That's right. Mm. Well, we still does can. that bring us to uh, yeah an announcement of sorts? What are we doing next? Well, listener, this is the final episode of It Was Murder to Un- be recorded on to be recorded season. on this. <laughs> computer because i got a new computer <laughs> oh my god uh, that was emotional <laughs> yeah but this is the end of our holiday capsule Aww. uh and we are gonna take next week off and uh that'll be your uh if you celebrate christmas that will be your christmas week and your new year's yeah um your respite from us. Yeah, so you get to take a little break and spend time uh, listening to people who <laughs> aren't us. Yeah, listen and to your other favorite. You can listen to Downhill to Death again. You can yeah. just listen to us again. Listen like to your other favorite Heart to Heart podcast. Oh, wait. We pay to make sure that these stay up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but I am very pleased and excited to announce that when we return... <laughs> It's Chain Reaction Open Season. Open Season. <laughs> Hunting. Dang. Guns. Yeah. Uh, we're American now. Not really. So, starting. I mean, we're American. We are American. Uh, yeah. Starting in the new year. Yeah, 2024. We are doing another season, at least 20 episodes, I believe, of Chain Reaction Open Season. There are no rules. Yeah, we were we were talking back and forth a lot about what we should do in terms of like picking a theme or whatever, and we decided we just want to do another open season on anything, any pick, any link we choose. Yeah. Our first film that we are doing, our first piece of media that we are watching for a train your action open season is the often discussed <laughs> 1986 Martin Scorsese film After Hours, mm-hmm. which is available oh. on Canopy for free. Oh, nice! Hooray. If you have a library card, you can watch it for free at at a very good stream. Uh, if you don't have a library card, go get one; they're free. It's also multiple places. Criterion just put out a blue, a beautiful Blu-ray of it, which we have. 
and we will be watching <laughs> After Hours. Uh, After Hours. And Joe, have you seen After Hours? No, I'm excited to. Oh my goodness! I've heard this good is things. Such a treat. And we're cho- we chose Amazing. that one because there was somebody in American Werewolf in London, which is the last Griffin episode of Spooky. Dunn. Season, that is edition. correct. Griffin, Griffin Dunn is the star, star of, After of After Hours. Okay, perfect. And he is also he is the co-star of American Werewolf in London. Nice. And I feel like there were moments with previous chain reactions where there were some mutterings about the machinations to try and get us to this place. Yep. Mm-hmm. Specifically, and, the, the uh, something wild, I think, really uh-huh. made us talk a lot about uh, about After Hours. Yeah. And, and we just got here on our very own, did we not? Yeah. The only... Uh, we talked about also last season about starting the season with Spooky Edition with Haunting in Venice, and then we just decided <laughs> not to. Yeah. So for this season, I, I'm definitely going to guide my choices more towards like a mid-70s and 80s era, but not a hard rule or anything, because... But just like that's what I'll be doing, sort of. I'll try. I think that's what me and Ellen do anyway, yeah, just because of our, of yeah. our that knowledge. That has no, no meaning to me. Yeah. But I, <laughs> Zero meaning. But, but Joe, you know, as craft always, legacy. you do you. Yeah. Oh, craft legacy. But, but I, yeah. I will take no more shit for that. <laughs> and here's why. I came up with chain reactions, so I don't give a shit what you yeah, say about that's it. that's true. I don't, think you should, I don't think that you should take any shit for it, regardless, because... Uh, that episode <laughs> resulted in the phrase Kmart queer, Kmart queer, which is my favorite <laughs> fucking thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. Cause they are all Kmart queer. Um, Kmart queer. And aside on that, I met somebody the other day who had deliberately watched craft, the legacy or the craft legacy or whatever it's called. Oh, the craft they like legacy. It? What, what is it called? <laughs> the craft legacy. Because if it was craft legacy. the legacy, it would be about craft macaroni and cheese in a box. Legacy, craft legacy. Yeah, they 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 like they it. deliberately watched it. Okay, of their own free will. I so think did we. not doing a podcast. <laughs> I think what I like about doing older older things is that I don't feel bad if I don't like it to to trash talk it a little bit more. And I felt oh, when we that's... watched that, uh, that's a part of the reason I don't want to like shit talk things that are currently being made or you know the the people are in different parts of their careers i don't know i feel weird doing that sometimes i feel like we tend to be pretty even-handed with things like i don't think that we ever just like go for the jug i feel like i do sometimes and i like shit talking yeah but i I mean i love talking shit but (laughs) yeah I don't know. I don't. I feel like we always like we're we're always on the side of the creators. Like we're never like, uh, and this person should never ever work again. I don't know. It's just like, oh, that day, that day was off. I haven't like, listened to our Quantum Leap episode, but I yeah. think that might not be true. In, the, in that during that, section. I think we said a lot of very nice things about Scott Bakula yeah. and Dean Stockwell. That's true. We kind of did. We try. We try to keep it even keel, but we can't really say much about any of the other actors in that, or yeah, whoever wrote that, or the person who composed the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that theme song! It. That theme wow. song. That oh, theme songs. Mm-hmm. It. I mean, it's a. It's not rock though, but it's like a not rock opera, but not opera. It's music. It's, that goes on for a music. long time. It's, whatever it is, it's plural. Yeah. 
music's music. long time. <laughs> yeah. Toy, uh, toy, toy. It's an energy. Um, oh, is Sarah, yeah. uh, not Sarah. <laughs> Sarah Paulson? Um, no, Sarah. As Sarah Connor said, there is no fate but what we make. And we made our fate be to watch After Hours. And I hope that you are going to watch it with us. Uh, you have two weeks. Yeah. It's a plenty of time to watch this uh, hour and 40 minute movie. Right. It's and a great way to take back me time if you're the kind of person that has too much family and then becomes upset. Yeah. There you go. Tell them you have to watch a new movie for a podcast. It's a great escape. And we might have a special <laughs> guest. Yeah, we may have a guest. I'm going to see about having a guest who, if you are, and if you are, hey, if you truly are a listener, you know who that'll be. Because <laughs> I mentioned it several times during the last chain reaction. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm super excited. I'm, I love chain reaction. I'm so excited to just like go off and do our thing. Mm, me too. How about, are you Ellen? Oh, me too. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sorry. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah. As the Terminator said famously, we'll be back with new episodes of <laughs> Chain Reaction. We'll be back with new episodes. <laughs> it was murder, Chain Reaction, yes. very soon. Uh, Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being with us. We love you. We warm our um, if you're out there and you want to, if you want to, like, I'm going to open it up to suggestions. If you want to suggest anything for a chain reaction <laughs> that you want to hear us talk about, I'm the only one that reads our uh, social media. So <laughs> just uh, email out. us at itwasmurderpod at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at itwasmurderpod or Twitter at itwasmurderpod. Why are you being such a call out queer? I just am a qual a qual out qual out queer. <laughs> I'm from Qualmart. <laughs> Uh, You're from Pennsylvania, Canada. Yes. <laughs> uh, please rate and review us wherever you're listening to this. Give us five stars. Write a nice yeah. review. It makes everything so wonderful. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think that's everything. I'm going to go eat some vitamin D. I'm going to watch <laughs> something. Some vitamin D. I'm going to watch some vitamin D. <laughs> cool. Yay. Awesome. Freeway. <laughs> no more French dog for Freeway because that's yeah. gross. Stay away from that but I, dog. I, I even hope that Freeway is having a nice holiday. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Good night, freeway.